WRKS Pickens Jackson. Where it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Yes. And just like that. And just like that. <laughs> We were off and running on a Monday after it's been a while. So what seems like a long weekend for me anyway, because I didn't have a football game this weekend to, to watch in person. I was able to plop it down on the couch or at least, you know, spend some time with family, go outside, enjoy some fall weather. What about this weather? I mean, are you serious? Where did this come from? I didn't know that it could be this nice. And now multiple days of it. I'm telling you, I you know, so if you're not outside, go. Now, somehow keep me tuned in, okay? <laughs> Maybe get in your car and drive around if you're not already and listen that way. Yeah, but get on in here. Welcome in on this Monday, Reaction Monday. And no, you know, State didn't play. Ole Miss didn't play. I think Southern Miss was off also. Man, what happened to Jackson State? Alabama State figured out a way to win the game. I didn't see it, but I just know I was driving in the uh, – the Jackson area on Saturday some, and um, it just hit me because I saw some cars driving by with the Jackson State flag sticking out the window, and it just hit me. Man, what a gorgeous day for them to have homecoming. And then, you know, messed around, couldn't figure out a way to, couldn't figure out a way to win the game. That's the way it goes, though. That's why you play. You just never know. Nothing's guaranteed, right? That's right. Uh, for example, uh, the good old NFL, the good old NFL, the Jets beat the Eagles yesterday, and the Browns beat the 49ers, just like everybody predicted last week, right? Uh-huh, just like everybody predicted. In fact, nobody predicted that, but that's why you play the games. Welcome in here on this Reaction Monday. Get your texts in. Your comments on the Murray West live thread. Phone lines are open to you as well. I do apologize for I'm not healed up. I don't know what it is, but I am not 100%. One of these days, y'all, listen, whatever this crud is, I'm fighting and getting through. And I had medicine, and it doesn't work, and then they prescribed this, and it doesn't work. And Let me just say, <laughs> I'm going to fight through this somehow, some way today. But I'm not 100%. But one of these days, I'm going to be back to 100%. And when I am, boy, are you going to know it. Hey, B. Hey, Matt Wyatt. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Unless you didn't say wonderful. When have I ever said wonderful? (laughs) I usually don't use the word wonderful. So you're... In the camp of people that like to under-promise, but over-deliver. Yeah, I guess that's the way to be. Mm-hmm. If I could say, oh, Matt Wyatt, I'm excellent. I'm yeah. What wonderful. Yeah. No, I don't want to. You don't want to yeah, overshoot. Nope. Right. I don't get too up, and I don't get too down. But wonderful is too up. Over-promise. No, no. Under-promise, over-deliver is much better than the, than the opposite. <laughs> Over promise, 
under delivered. You don't want to be in that camp. Right. You don't want to be nope. in that one. Hey, uh, look, and th- yes, okay, there's games to get to. We're going to look ahead of this weekend. Some game times came out um, for next weekend. So, like, who's going to play once? You know, you play this weekend. We're talking next weekend. They went ahead and released game times. I'll give you what those are coming up. Um, you got games this past weekend to react to. Listen, you can say what you want, but Arkansas, I know they don't have a great record, but they're right there. They're not great. No, but and they've had their struggles, but man, they've lost some close games, haven't they? You look at Ole Miss, LSU, and now Alabama, they have lost some close games. So we'll get into that. Uh, Brock Bowers is hurt, y'all. He's having surgery today for Georgia. They said he's out four to six weeks, and it's that same uh, tightrope surgery on a on an injured ankle that Tua Tonga had when he was a quarterback at Alabama, and he did come back from it, but. Yeah, so Bowers is out. That happens in a game against Vandy. Welcome to the SEC. You know, all this stuff. So all that to get into. And I thoroughly enjoyed what I thought was going to be a NFL weekend. Now, before you Saints fans start throwing stuff at me, (laughs) I was going to tell you, like, the Texans are legit better. I mean, there's just no question. That quarterback's legit out of Ohio State. D'Amico Ryans is legit as a coach. Of course, he comes from the 49ers tree, knows what he's doing. They're legit better, okay? But, man, listen, I I always have been, you know, probably a little higher on Derek Carr than others have, and I know that he, you know, things um, frayed on him out there and with the Raiders, Oakland slash Las Vegas, and he – you know, bounced around. I was really happy to see him come to New Orleans. Felt like he was an immediate upgrade. It's obvious that he is, and it's obvious that he'll be the starter. But you're watching the end of that. What were they doing at the end of that ball game? When they're sitting there with one timeout, they can get a first down and get closer so that your chances at the end zone have more of an opportunity. And they're out there with a minute left just chunking, you know, you know, bombs into the end zone four plays in a row. First down, second down, third down. And look, I know that he did not have great protection, you know, particularly from his running back. I get all that. But that makes it even more the reason that Derek Carr and the Saints, their approach should have been get the first down. There's plenty of time left. you got one time out. You don't have to throw these balls one-on-one go balls trying to hit a a go ball into the end zone for a jump ball. What are you all doing? You don't think you got a play you can run? You don't think you have normal down-and-distance offense you can run to force that defense to be a little more honest and maybe get a first down? But you just first down, second down, third down, fourth down. you got to tie the game, you know, touchdown, extra point with tie. There's a minute left. You have a timeout, and it's just I'm going to drop back, and it's like backyard ball. Throw it up in the end zone see what happens. It's not amazing that they didn't score. I would have expected it. It's amazing he didn't throw a pick. The guys are covered. You're just throwing jump balls. Why? You need 10 yards, new set of downs. And I know you may not have time to run eight plays if you get it down to fourth down again. I get that. But you've got a timeout. I couldn't figure out what in the world was going through his or their head offensively at the end of that game. And I'm not saying it's not the difference in the game. Like I said, a touchdown extra point is only going to tie it for New Orleans. But I'm always a, a little bit amazed by, especially at the NFL level, P 
people who are paid handsomely to do something, it's all they do. That's your profession. To at least not be prepared to control the things you can control. How are you not prepared to control the things you can control? Think about that from a Saints perspective. At the end of that game yesterday, think about it. What are the things that they could control? Number one, the clock, because they did have timeouts, and they had the ball. And number two, what plays they called. <laughs> now, you can't control if the play works, but you can control what play is called. And by virtue of the play you call, you are dictating what your percentage chances are of having a chance to you know, throw it and complete in the end zone. Nobody in the NFL, even against the worst teams in that situation, line up and throw four go routes, lobbing it up in the end zone, just seeing if my guy can catch a, a jump ball. And keep in mind, they don't have a 6'5 guy. They don't. They don't have a jump ball Metcalf or an A.J. Brown. They don't have that. What were they doing? I mean, again, it's, this is my thing again. <laughs> Your paid professionals have been paid pros for a long time. The mental part of it is something you can control. It'd be one thing if you had a rookie head coach. It'd be another thing if you had a rookie quarterback in that situation. You don't have either of those. You got vets who've played a million games between them. What are they trying to do? And you can look at me all day now. You can look at me all day and say, well, Matt, uh, the Texans were playing man-to-man -man coverage, and they're going to pressure him and make him throw it early, so they were just taking the one-on-one -on -one shots. Bull. It's an NFL offense with multi-millionaire skill players and linemen. Nobody has one thing they can run against zero blitz. They have multiple things that they plan on doing. They work on it all the time. Like what? Slants, outs, step out of bounds, picks. You know, you run the wheel off a pick, even though it's zero coverage, you throw it before you're hit. They're running one-on-one -on -one straight up the field trying to throw a go ball, needing a touchdown, do it four times in a row. It was like, I don't know what, I don't know how you explain it. It was pitiful. So it's one thing for it not to work. It's one thing for them to do a better job than you. It's one thing for their corner beats our receiver on multiple plays. It's another thing to be trying it. You control that. And you control what your what your approach is right there. And it was like they weren't even ready for it. I swear, it looked like a team, like a high school team, that went into a game not ready at all to try to score a touchdown in the last minute of the game. And all they could do was go, hood it. One, two, three, and throw it as far as they can. Hope somebody catches it. That's what it looked like. It was pitiful. And again, I mean, it'd be one thing if you had, you know, Megatron out there, or Randy Moss, and this is what you're doing. You don't have anything close to that. Okay, enough of the Saints rant. Enough of that. Over to the, for the first time, first time today. Coming to your comments on the live stream in just a bit on the Murray West live thread. Right now on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Somebody says, this is PT for MSU. 
PT for MSU, thank you very much for joining the show here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go! With the home team, PT for MSU says Chuck was talking about it. Did you see the big something energy thing Desmond did on game day? Pathetic. That show has fallen a long way. No, I don't know what that is. Um, I, I'm, whatever that, whatever you're mentioning, he, so you gave me a blank, so somebody must have said something, but I, I haven't seen that, so I'll just have to get filled in. I'm not aware of it. I, I tell you, I stopped watching game day years ago, and my IQ has actually gone up a point and a half. Uh, Next Gen Reb texts the show, and he says, Talking about the weather, go out. Uh, got out and played golf, a couple of hours of golf. He says, walked the course and didn't break a sweat. Man, I'm loving it. Man, I love to hear that. Same thing, man. It's just like when it gets like this, you just want to be outside. <laughs> you become more active because it is inviting you out there. I'm about to hit the golf course too. Because here's my deal, like. I hate riding in a golf cart to play golf. I love riding in a golf cart if it's like around the neighborhood <laughs> or on vacation or something like that. Yeah. But it's like when I'm playing golf, I don't want to ride in a golf cart. I want to walk. And goodness knows we had a summer that was not conducive to walking and playing. Uh, Nick Texas Show said the Saints offense is even more dreadful than the MSU defense, and I didn't think that was possible. Hmm. <laughs> Well, look, I mean, it's these are NFL teams, and that's why I love it is, you know, a 14-point spread in an NFL game is huge. In college, it's 44. You know, I, I'm not interested in that. That's why I love the NFL. And the and Texans have been awful. They've had all their issues, all this stuff. Look, they're so much better. They are. And to me, again, it's not so much about the Saints being bad. It's about the decision-making. Like, what is the approach right there? How do you sit down in a meeting after that and go, Okay, we are all multimillionaires paid to do this. We thought that was best. <laughs> really? Because it wasn't. Jason in Flagstaff says. That'd be Arizona. Says, I know this. I'm sure Glad State played Arizona before they stumbled upon this Fafita kid. At quarterback, they've got something here. Just destroyed a good Washington State team after nearly getting Washington and USC. Jason, it, it's amazing. We were watching pregame warm-ups when Arizona was in Starkville, and I'm watching Jaden Delora, their starting quarterback, and I told Neil, I said, man, look at that little bitty kid who's like the backup. And he, I, you know, and I was just noting how small he was. And... Uh, Man, he can forevermore throw the football. You can see it in warm-ups. He can throw it, and he, he does everything well. And protects the ball, too. That's made a huge difference for them. I'm with you, yeah. Uh, they've, they've just gotten better and better and better. And Geno said that. The Saints lost yesterday. just came down to bad coaching. They got out-coached. They ain't no question. D'Amico Ryans, a former Alabama linebacker, and obviously longtime NFL vet, played for the 49ers, I think, and others, uh, and Texans, right? And, uh, yeah, they outcoached them up and down the field. There ain't no question about that. Here we go. Over to the Murray West live thread on the live stream over here on Facebook. Dorothy says, GM Matt Wyatt. Hail State, baby. <laughs> Good morning to you, Dorothy. Even though, I guess we're a little afternoon. but 
Uh, Danny says, hey, from Ringgold, Georgia. He's on YouTube. Debbie's on Facebook on the Murray West live thread. Gave us a hail state. Paul says on Facebook, Arkansas's back against the wall and State's back is against the wall. It's going to be a good game. When are you going to talk to Quinn and Z this week? Go Hogs. Well, that's a good question. I hadn't heard from yet. <laughs> I hadn't heard from yet. So I don't know yet. They might be all full up and, and busy. I don't know. But, yeah, I, look, let's just say it like it is. Arkansas is a better team than State right now. They are. Mm. You know, and whether or not they are this coming Saturday, that'll spell win or loss. You know, Arkansas's at home, and if Arkansas plays the way they have played against LSU and Ole Miss and Alabama, then they're going to win the game. But if State goes in there and plays its best game that is played this year, finds something, has a good plan, you know, and, and force Arkansas into some mistakes, the ball can bounce, you don't know. But, I mean, it, this, is a, this is a game where it's advantage Arkansas. It just is. Now, I did joke, Paul, with a buddy of mine in town here where I live who's a big Arkansas fan. He was texting me while he was watching the Arkansas-Alabama game on Saturday. And I told him, what was it? Uh, I said, that Arkansas-Mississippi State game is going to be like what my brother-in-law, Rob, says. He said, it's going to look like two one-legged fellas in a butt-kicking contest. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would say about it. And he didn't think it was too funny. Will is in on YouTube on the Murray West live thread, said Hale State, man, right back at you. JS290 said, LOL, game management lost on many coaches. See, what does that say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, up 23, 8-3 in the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steve is tuning in. He's on Facebook down in Dothan, Alabama. Now let's see what Will's got here for you. Will says there were some wild finishes in college football this weekend. Houston and West Virginia Hail Mary. Colorado blowing a 29-point lead at Stanford. Colorado State tipped Hail Mary to beat Boise State. The Washington versus Oregon game. It was. It, it was. You know, it's one of those where at the beginning of the weekend you look at it and you go, eh. And then turns out you had some, some really interesting games. Um LSU just rolled up Auburn this weekend in Baton Rouge. Made it look easy, didn't they? Man, what is Auburn's deal on offense? Tell me that. What are they paying that quarterback? (laughs) I know it's like famous last words, right? You know, here I am as a state fan. Two weeks out, a little less than two weeks out from playing against Auburn. And, and I'm talking about how bad their offense is, right? It'd be famous last words. I better knock on some wood or whatever. I just watch them, though, and I'm going, really? Like, okay, we, we got players we're paying on that side of the ball. And no, it's not the NFL, but they're getting paid in college now. What are you paying them? Okay, to not be able to complete a pass. I mean, can't do it. Oh, I can't figure out what their deal is, uh, you know. It, I'll say this, Will, and let me know if you agree. When you watch Auburn offensively, it is obvious why Hugh Freeze and his staff were making such strong overtures to Will Rogers to leave State, get in a portal transfer. It's obvious why they wanted him. When you watch them, that their big struggle is, is throwing the ball uh, for sure. Steve says on the Murray West live thread, by the way, go to murraywest.com. 
and see what I'm talking about. Contract embroidery company here in Mississippi. And they do a fine, fine job. Have for a long time. The company started back in 96. Uh, Rick Murray started it in New Albany back then. The company's just grown and grown. And they do uh, a lot of stuff for a lot of you know great companies. People trust them for logo and embroidery on anything, custom apparel, whatever it is. So um, check them out. That's Murray West, M-U-R-R-Y, Murray West. Go to murraywest.com. Steve says, check out Kenan Thompson as Coach Prime on SNL Hysterical. I did see that. Somebody sent that to me. <laughs> it was pretty good. I think Kenan, we talked about that a few, um, couple of weeks ago. We were going through the whole Saturday Night Live thing. And I think Kenan Thompson was in everybody's maybe most underrated SNL cast member list. He was really good. Will, see, you you feel like the rest of us. Will said on YouTube, he says, I have no clue what Arkansas team will show up week to week this year. Well, it's kind of how it feels, right? The thing is, though, you say, I mean, let me back up. That's how it feels. I don't know how much, you know, reality is in it, <laughs> even though it feels that way. Because when you look at their losses, a touchdown loss to BYU. A three-point loss to LSU. A touchdown loss to Ole Miss. A three-point loss to Alabama. They have kind of consistently been who they are, which is just apparently good enough to stay in games but not beat some of these better teams. All right. Hour one, Reaction Monday, underway. Your comments, your texts, your phone calls all coming up. We're just getting started. Stick around. crave your sport. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. All across the great state of Mississippi. Uh, Will says on the YouTube live stream, he's on the he's commenting on the Murray West live thread. They can sew your logo onto anything and make it look good and be permanent and be first class and not be all ragged and coming loose and bent up out of shape. It'll be like it's supposed to. And that's why folks like Genteel and Prairie Wildlife and Ole Miss and Ole Miss Athletics and others Run all their gear up through there at Murray West in New Albany. You can, too. Contract embroidery company since 1996 right here in Mississippi. Check them out. MurrayWest.com. M-U-R-R-Y West.com. Will says we're going to have back-to-back, back-against-the-wall games (laughs) versus Arkansas and then versus Auburn. He says maybe our best two shots to get conference wins and get to a bowl game. Well, let's look at it. Yeah, and by the way, uh, they just announced. So you've got Mississippi State at Arkansas this Saturday, 11 a.m. in Fayetteville. Game will be on ESPN. And then following Saturday, Mississippi State at Auburn. They have announced it as a 2.30 p.m. Central Time 
game in the afternoon on the SEC Network. So 11 a.m. on the road this week, 2.30 on the road next week. And, yeah, I, I mean, you say best opportunities at a conference win as it looks right now, maybe. I don't know, though. You get Kentucky at home. To, to me, Kentucky at home on November the 4th, first game in November for State, uh, it is probably your best chance uh, to get a conference win. It's at home. They're not as good as advertised. They're beatable. And um, it's a game where the home team, you know, has an advantage, it seems like. I, you know, again, let's see. But you got five remaining conference games, three of them on the road, at Arkansas and Auburn back-to-back, then host Kentucky, go to A&M, come back home, host Southern Miss, and then host Ole Miss. So at least you get to finish it out with two home games at the end. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, this week, it is State and Arkansas at 11. That's on ESPN. It is Tennessee and Alabama in Tuscaloosa at 2.30 on CBS. Also at 2.30 this Saturday, you got South Carolina at Missouri. How about Missouri. How about Missouri? Six and one. They are two and one in the SEC. We're going to look up all of a sudden after Tennessee loses this weekend to Alabama. It's going to be like Missouri is the best chance uh, for somebody to challenge Georgia in the East. <laughs> all due respect, though. And then uh, six o'clock Saturday night on ESPN, Ole Miss goes to Auburn. Uh, if they play like they're capable, that ought to be a bloodletting, I would think. I don't think Auburn stops Ole Miss from scoring points. And then uh, also at 6.30, kind of an odd non-conference game. You'll have the SEC Network carrying LSU hosting Army 6.30 on Saturday uh, night. The games that they announced for the, the following weekend. So this is the weekend of October 28th. What is that, the weekend of Halloween? or just before it, you'll have a, an 11 a.m. game on ESPN, South Carolina at A&M. Georgia, Florida, Jacksonville, that's a 2.30 CBS. State at Auburn is a 2.30 kick on the, ESP, uh, on the SEC Network. 6 o'clock Central that night on ESPN, it'll be Tennessee and Kentucky. That's in Lexington. And then... 6.30 that night on the SEC Network, it'll be Vandy at Ole Miss in Oxford. And it'll be a real interesting game, one. <laughs> but that's uh, kind of your extended schedule, looking ahead. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, um, I was surprised by how well Vandy sort of fought in the early part of the game against Georgia. And and you say it's still a 17-point win for Georgia. They lose Brock Bowers for four to six weeks with the ankle injury. It, you know, 7-7 after the first quarter. I'm surprised by that. You look at the final score, it's 37-20. It looks closer than it really was, honestly, because Georgia was up 27-7 to going into the fourth quarter. Um, Vandy scored 13 fourth-quarter points and made it look a little better than it, it actually was. Um now, similar but different deal, Alabama hosting Arkansas this past weekend. 
Bama won that game 24-21. They were up 21-6 at halftime. Looked to be really in control, and here they go on their way. And Arkansas came out and just won the second half decidedly. Decidedly won the second half. Uh, outscored Alabama 15-3 to um, in the second half of the ball game. Got back in it and even had the ball with a chance late, and Alabama's defense just stepped up and, and got some things done. You know, and Arkansas's offense certainly is not perfect. You could tell that at times they look like a team that has gone through a transition. You know, we talk about that with State. Sometimes it's just visible to the naked eye. They're not real comfortable what they're doing. But they make up for it with that that quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, when he gets going. Um, and he can really create. No, he does not look as fast to me as he did when he was younger. He does look like, for whatever reason, maybe there's a step that's been lost just on the hoof. But, man, he still makes plays. He's so big and strong. He's something. Now, I listen, I was in the car the entire day, it seemed like, on Saturday. And I listened to Tennessee and Texas A&M. And it sounded on the radio like a really com- compelling, entertaining game. What I have seen, comments from people who watched it, oh, this was an ugly game. You know, it, it it's two teams that set football back and all this kind of stuff. But I'll just tell you this, on the radio, it was really entertaining to listen to because, like you say, it was a little back and forth and lots of pressures and weird plays and sacks. And and it, and it was interesting to hear, too, the uh, Tennessee announcers on the radio kept saying, man, Max Johnson – throws more balls away while he's going to the ground than anybody I've ever seen. And I've thought the same thing about him. He, To me, he does a really fine job of that stuff. But Tennessee came with a win, 20-13. to 13, So they go to 5-1. and one. Now they go to Tuscaloosa. LSU destroyed Auburn. Did you see that deal? Um, what was it? The record that Jaden Daniels, a quarterback for LSU, set now, what is it? He's the first LSU quarterback to ever throw for 5,000 and rush for 1,000. He's the first one to ever do it. That is hard to wrap your head around. And he hadn't even been there that long. 20 of 27 goes for three touchdowns and 325. Rushed for another 93. And he did whatever he wanted to you got to give Auburn credit. They did throw for 154 yards. Okay, so I said they couldn't throw it at all. They did throw it some. 48-18. Mentioned Missouri went to Lexington and beat up on Kentucky. Just whipped them. Beat them by 17 points. Um, And then Florida, South Carolina was a high-scoring, entertaining game. But it kind of shows you how bad South Carolina's defense is. Really. I mean, you know, you play Florida – and it wasn't like there was a spurt, like one spurt in the game. No, Florida just consistently went up and down the field and scored. Ten points in the first quarter, 14 in the second quarter. They did kick a field going to the third. 14 more points in the fourth quarter. And Florida won it. Got to five and two. So they're a, they're a win away from what we consider bowl eligibility. And that's what you're looking at. Yeah, a lot of other interesting games too. How about... Colorado and Stanford. Did y'all watch that? I want to check in with Beaver real quick, shall we? 
Hey, B. Hey, Matt White. Did you see the uh, comeback effort by Stanford the other night against Colorado? No, no, I, I didn't. I went to sleep. Yeah. 29 nothing. <laughs> and woke up the next morning, which is exactly... I'll tie this into something I heard you mention some minutes ago. Okay. Saturday Night Live yes. actually did something funny. You saw that? I saw Kenan it. Thompson, <laughs> Deion a, Sanders. Tell him what he said. <laughs> they brought up the game, and he said, isn't that crazy? We're up 29 nothing at halftime. I went to, I went home and fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. <laughs> yeah, Beaver, so the – the Saturday Night Live version of Dion did exactly what you did in real life. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, the character, Kenan Thompson, he's playing Dion. He goes, we're up 29 another than a halftime. I went home went to sleep. <laughs> and apparently, maybe later in the show, um, we'll get Beaver's opinion about Shadur Sanders during halftime, posting on Instagram links to merchandise that you could buy. <laughs> Thoughts and opinions on that? That's coming up later in the show. You don't want to miss it. Just getting started with y'all on this Reaction Monday. Your text coming up. Stick around. with you okay listen up i have an announcement to make the dallas cowboys have introduced or i'm sorry they have announced that dolly parton will perform during this year's thanksgiving day halftime show now i don't know how you feel about dolly parton but i don't really care because i think this is a big deal <laughs> i'm a huge fan all right, I'm a huge fan of Dolly Parton, and uh, so Thanksgiving, you're gonna have. Let's see, who is it? Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, the game will kick off at three thirty. It's Washington at Dallas, NFC East rival, and Dolly Parton is gonna perform at halftime of the game. This is a big deal. It's time to pass it along. There will be an early game that day. Of course, the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. They're going to host the Packers this year. And then, <laughs> man, listen. Thanksgiving, I didn't mean for this to spark this. I, Y'all, please bear with me just for a minute. I didn't mean for passing along the Dolly Parton news about the Cowboys Thanksgiving Day. She's going to perform to spark this little rant that's coming right here. But here it comes. Thanksgiving night, prime time, 
national broadcast on NBC. Thanksgiving night. The 49ers, and I know they just lost their la- their their first game of the year uh, yesterday. The Browns, the Cleveland Browns, took it to them. But they're five and one. By that time, they'll probably be what is it, 10, 11 and one, something like that. They're not going to lose between now and then. It'll be 49ers at Seahawks in Seattle. There is not a maybe other than Kansas City, honestly, or when the Saints are good in the Superdome. The atmosphere for Seattle home games is incredible. It's a spectacle even on TV. You're going to have a home Seattle game, division rival 49ers in there Thanksgiving night, primetime. It'll be on TV opposite of the good old Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night, Thursday Thanksgiving night on ESPN. And just like we said, listen, there was a time back in the day when – putting the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. And even though it made family get-together plans a little awkward and frustrating and difficult and challenging at times for all of your fans on both sides, even though, in Mississippi State's example, which they will confirm this, it's it's not a, a hidden fact, State's fan base collectively travels farther to get to campus and get to the games than any other fan base. Like the average is about a two and a half hour drive for the fans. So even though that it was worth it to have that game for the schools and the programs there for a little while, have it on Thanksgiving night, everybody could watch. There was, they didn't have Thursday night NFL games. And even on Thanksgiving, they didn't put one on at night for a long time. So anybody Anywhere in the country on Thanksgiving night there for a few years, if you were on that particular time slot, there wasn't an NFL game. So every bubba, good old boy like me and you, after eating turkey all day, he's fat and happy. He's eating leftover, (laughs) you know, sweet potato pie and sitting in a recliner. And if he wanted to watch football, he had to watch you. Not anymore. Not anymore. So the advantages of playing it on Thanksgiving night, there just are no advantages. There are none. I mean, other than the fact that it's the television partner, ESPN, who tells you what to do. ESPN tells the league and therefore the teams to jump, and the league and the teams say how high. Because the television partner, ESPN in this case, is writing such a huge check. ESPN is funding the other sports on campus that don't make money. <laughs> They're funding it through the football program. So, you want us on Thursday night? You got it. You get what you want. Fans don't necessarily get what they want. Some people like it and some don't. But most of the ones who like it on Thursday night Thanksgiving are either A, the ones close enough that they can just hop in the car and they're there in 10 minutes, or B, the ones so far away that they ain't got no choice of getting there anyway. But for anybody on the in-between... It's awkward. And they're just the advantages of having the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night are not there anymore. And this year, you're not even up against a bad matchup. You're, you're up against a classic matchup. The 49ers in Seattle? Your own fans will be watching it. <laughs> I mean, 
Oh, but by all means, man, let's have that thing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm not for it anymore. I'm not for it anymore. Move it to Saturday. Get it off Thanksgiving night. Do your fans a favor. Get it off Thanksgiving. But, hey, it's just one man's opinion. That's all that is. I would like uh, an opinion on one other thing from my friend Beaver. Hey, B. Hey. Speaking of television, listen to this. An Ohio State senator told the Columbus, Ohio Dispatch that he plans to introduce legislation to require local viewing alternatives when Ohio State games are broadcast on paid streaming services. A reporter commented, after getting off the phone with this Ohio State senator, that he, um, his name is Bill DeMora, that he was adamant that, quote, students should not have to pay yet another fee to watch their classmates play. If nothing else, they ought to get a password to watch for free. What do you think about that? Mm. <laughs> no, sir. Sit down. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Resign as whatever. What is his title? He is a senator. He is an Ohio State of course. senator. Yeah. Yeah. Resign. Go away. Free password. Get out of my face. Why? Yeah. Why? Okay, well, then why shouldn't anybody else have a password? <laughs> he says students are different than anybody else. And he says they shouldn't have to pay another fee to be able to watch their classmates play. Hey, I got a question for you, Beaver. This is kind of in line with what you were saying. What about an Ohio State fan who is giving hundreds and thousands of dollars in NIL to help pay players? Should that person get a free login to ESPN Plus? <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Maybe I mean if we're gonna if if we're gonna decide who gets passwords, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, for if you're going to give two hundred thousand dollars, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you. Maybe we'll talk about you getting the pass. <laughs> and then it's like it's this catch twenty two, and it going, hey, if you can afford to give us a couple hundred grand, you can afford eight bucks a month, okay, for for Fox streaming, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a little convoluted. I don't know. I just thought I'd ask, see what you thought about that. He says he's going to inch now. Now keep in mind, Bieber. We're talking high-level government stuff here. We're going to introduce a bill that we need to debate and vote on to pass into law. Okay? Usher it down the halls of history here. And we don't want our students paying for streaming service to watch the games. That's the important stuff. So that's why we're getting into politics these days, not to help America, not to help our, you know, communities. It's to make sure, and these people got to watch this football game. <laughs> got to watch the game, man. Uh, <laughs> Will comments on the Murray West live thread. He says, the streaming is free, but you got to pay tuition. Ha ha. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you got to pay all the student loans back. Because if they don't, Will, you're going to pay them back, whether you want to or not. Uh, Chuck comments and says on the Murray West live thread, do they not have a student union at Ohio State where they can watch for free? Yeah, look, gather together. Chuck, you got a great point. Listen, college students, I realize it's 2023. We went virtual completely there for a while during COVID, and we've remained, you know, digit, uh, virtual, virtual meetings. The in-person thing is still important. Uh, y'all can gather, find, do what we used to do, figure out a way. It's like John Cohen used to give all of his first-year players an armband, and on it were the letters F-I-O. And he said, anytime you have a question, there's something you need. He said, don't hesitate to look at that armband and figure it out. <laughs> Stop asking me. Look, get together, find somebody to log in, HDMI to a TV, watch the game. Boom, you're done. Free passwords for everybody. I'm like Beaver. Give me a break. Passing. Do something real. Okay, do something important. We voted for you and sent you up there, and we're paying your salary so you can put these kinds of bills forward. Give students free streaming. Hour two, coming up. Stick around.